Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. A passionate instigator and dynamic problem solver, Dr. Kevin Ross Emery, the host of the Dr. Kevin Radio Show, will be taking you outside the box, behind the curtain, and identifying the load of BS we are fed every day. And now, Dr. Kevin. Hello, 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 and welcome once again to the Dr. Kevin Show. And it is the third Thursday of the month. And we know what happens on the third Thursday of the month. We bring in the, uh, no, I'm not going to say that, Rob Stewart from <laughs> innercenter.org uh, or innercenterastrology.com. Did I get that right? right. <laughs> oh, I got it right. Yay, score. <laughs> One for the old man, um, <laughs> innercenterastrology.com. Uh, and this is the week, the third week of the month where we do planetary influences. We choose the third weekend of the month, uh, the third, third Thursday of the month, because it's traditionally the closest Thursday to the change of the sun sign. Some days were a few days, some weeks were a few days ahead of it. Some days were a few days behind it. But since we kind of do the planetary influences, kind of covering sign to sign. So it's not the astrology for the month. It's really the astrology for the incoming sign. That's really what we're doing. And, and this astrology is going to be coming. It's going to be for the incoming sign of one of my favorite signs. I mean, I just love this sign that's coming in. Ah, uh, but, you know, that's just me. But we'll get to that with Rob in just a minute. There's a lot of stuff out there. And as we are coming up to the end of October, and we have elections in three weeks, I am going to encourage people to vote before we jump into the astrology. There's a lot of crap coming up. There's a lot of things. I just want everybody to be really clear at what's at stake. No matter what you think is at stake, I want you to look and read and research the commitment plan that a House and Senate-controlled GOP has proposed. I want you to become knowledgeable. I want you to stop watching Fox if Fox is your preferred station because they're not promoting it because this agenda makes the GOP look really bad. Like, potentially sunsetting Social Security every five years, um, nationalizing an abortion ban after they said, oh, we just wanted the states to have the right to choose per state, and then say, no, we're going to put a national ban in as soon as they packed the court illegally uh, with a conservative majority that doesn't represent today's American, really doesn't, numbers don't add up. Uh, they have also talked about trans bans. They've talked about all sorts of stuff, which basically says, we only want America to be for Christian white people. And everybody else is a second class citizen and we're gonna make laws against you. We're going to penalize you. We're going to stick our head in your medical exams. We're going to stick our head in how you raise your children. We are going to become the most oppressed, quote unquote, democracy in the world if they take over both of these. Now, of course, we're going to have old Joe, I'm sure, got a veto stamp made up just in case they win both, because there's going to be a lot of vetoes hitting the ground, I'm sure. And I can't see that they'd get enough of a majority to overrun a veto. 
But then basically we have two years and millions of dollars of wasted taxpayers' money. And I think that we've kind of sort of probably wasted enough taxpayers' money. Um, we will see the end of the January 6th committee, which has got a lot of really good information out there of actually what happened for people that actually like the facts, which we know there's a whole bunch of people who don't like the facts, in fact, are opposed to the facts, uh, who in fact lie about the facts because they don't like the facts. So, um, and you know, I know we usually stick politics at the beginning of the month, but you're gonna hear some politics, a little bit of politics today, which you're hearing now. Uh, and then I'm gonna dump all of this show back into Rob's lap. Um, you're gonna hear it next week, and you're certainly gonna hear it the week after because we're coming up to voting. And so, yes, if you really would like to see our country stay as a democracy, vote. And yes, vote blue. And I wanna make something very clear. Until this latest iteration of this <sighs> abhorrent GOP happened, I was an independent. I really chose to try to vote for the, for the best candidate. I just don't believe until we get rid of MAGA Republicans that I can ever justify voting for any Republican as long as MAGAs are in charge. MAGAs, which is short for maggots, as far as I'm concerned, maggot Republicans. There we go. I've said it. Don't apologize for it. So now that we started this on a bright and happy and light note, we're gonna turn it over to Rob. Rob, do you think you can save planetary influences after my rant? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, politics isn't my, isn't my field of, uh, of, of focus, uh, but, but the astrology, um, uh, the astrology uh, certainly is. And, um, but yeah, you know, um, so for the past for the past month, you know, the sun's been in the sign of Libra, and um, and like you said, every every month we have a shift of the sun into a new sign, and it it sparks change in in sort of the the I don't know the the weather, so to speak, of the themes that are there's a focus on in life, um, just like the seasons, spring, summer, fall, and winter. There's different focuses and and um, uh, attention that, that follows from those seasons and the same with astrological cycles that really do mirror the seasons as well. Um, and so as, as you mentioned, Dr. Kevin, we're entering the, uh, the season of Scorpio and that begins on October 23rd. Um, and Scorpio, Scorpio, so it's about transformation and it's about change. Um, Scorpio is, an energy in the chart that relates to the, the eighth house in, in the chart. And it, it, it really touches upon sort of the deepest subconscious needs we have for security and for comfort. Um, and it's really at the root Scorpio is about this um, depth with another human being. Um, the eighth house is on the um, it's above the horizon in the chart. So it's not, there's a deeply personal energy with Scorpio, but it, it's, it's about our connections with others, deep connections, intimate connections. And um, Scorpio is, is really about that deep connection. Um, and so the opposite of Scorpio is Taurus in the second house. And Taurus in the second house is pertaining to our own resources, our own belongings, the things we own. And Scorpio is opposite that. These are the things that we have, we share with others that we don't own ourselves, but we have a shared belonging with others. And so typical themes of Scorpio um, is shared money and say a marriage or shared property, shared uh, resources of some way. Another, another theme is uh, sexual intimacy, sexual union. You know, these are things you don't own yourself. They're, they're shared amongst, um, two people. And so Scorpio speaks to that sort of shared energy or shared things in life. And when it comes to those shared things, it can bring out these sort of deeper uh, emotional feelings to the past challenges in that area of life. So oftentimes Scorpio is related to these deep wounds we have because of shared 
resources or um, deep intimacy with others where we lost, there was memories of loss related to that shared union. And so Scorpio is really about this sort of working through and processing and purging and healing deep um, fears, deep compulsions, deep um, desires for that union and the fear of those unions breaking apart. Does this make sense? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's that, you know, it's, it's deep emotion because it's water. And, you know, every sign has an element that tells you where it's where, kind of what I look at it as kind of the energy that it's coming from. And this is coming from water. So it's coming from emotional energy in this where you definitely have all the signs have signs that, you know, have a certain kind of depth to them an intellectual depth in the air signs and kind of a security practicality depth in the or in the uh earth signs did i just say that no so <laughs> yeah air earth, yeah so and then your passions and stuff like this but this is water boys and girls this is emotional stuff moving at you at deep levels this is kind of the um iceberg the part that sunk the titanic because the little part that was at the top really didn't look all that bad. And so that's one thing I always rec I always say to people that either have a lot of Scorpio energy or a lot of, or, or a Scorpio sun that sometimes how you feel about things are even hidden from yourself. Like you don't really know until that iceberg breaks the surface, how deeply your feelings go. And so if you do have a lot of prominent Scorpio energy, depending on where it is, or as a Scorpio sun, um, you know, you may have to pay attention that you keep on thinking nothing's wrong until suddenly everything that's wrong shows up and you go, where the hell did that come from? Because there was that depth that was happening in the Scorpio that was happening underneath the surface. And if you don't go looking for it, you don't find it. Does that make sense, Rob? Right on, right on. You know, Scorpio is about depth and it's about, you know, it, it, it's really, it's, you know, oftentimes relate to Scorpio related to past wounding and, and being able yep. to go and look, you know, with Scorpio, there's this fear that comes up with Scorpio in general. It, and with fear, is really about unknown and but by by willing to look at the unknown that's where the fear falls apart because it, at the end of the day there's nothing truly to be feared and scorpio sort of summarizes that it's it's this energy of this sort of oh my gosh you know particularly related to relationships scorpio is this deeply emotional relationship intermingling with others and the fear of loss, betrayal, abandonment. And, but Scorpio beckons all of us to look at those wounds to see, you know, is there really something here to be afraid of? And, and truly at the end of the day, you know, from a, um, by going through that cave, you know, what's that saying? That in the, in the deepest cave is the treasure you seek. Because by facing those deeper emotional wounds, in so doing, seeing that there was nothing to be afraid of to, to begin with. And um, one of my favorite stories that sums up this sort of Scorpionic journey, and, you know, one of the, the symbols of Scorpio is the phoenix rising from the ashes. And it's, a, it's one of the most healing signs in the zodiac because it's about going to those depths, recognizing there was nothing to fear to begin with, but by, you, have, you know, by facing those fears and then transforming and being this phoenix rising from the ashes. One of my favorite stories with this is told by Byron Katie, who's a, a wonderful uh, spiritual teacher and author, um, someone who I uh, adore very much. He's a wonderful teacher. And um, she tells a story of, of... What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You know, someone being in the desert and, oh my gosh, there's a, a giant rattlesnake right there. And that person just goes into, almost has a heart attack because, my goodness, if they had stepped on that rattlesnake and that rattlesnake bit them, they'd be in a lot of pain. There'd be no one for miles. And boy, oh boy, it'd be an awful, terrible ending. And the mind can race and go over all the potential possibilities that could have happened if that person had stepped on that snake. But then that person has the brave and bravery and courage to look again at that snake. And upon seeing that snake again, recognizes that that wasn't a snake to begin with. It was just a rope, but we thought it was a snake. And so, and, and, you know, upon realizing it was never a snake, it wasn't a snake. It's just a coiled up rope. And I thought it was a snake. That's the sort of, that's the, that's the uh, Phoenix rise from thing from the ashes, recognizing there wasn't anything to fear. And of course, there's many things in life that do seem frightening and fearful. And I, my whole life I've you know been dealing with fears and still do. Um, but I've seen quite a number that's like, my goodness, there truly wasn't anything to fear here. Um, and, um, you know, that old saying, fear is false evidence appearing real. And so Scorpio is about confronting those things, looking at our subconscious um, compulsions that are based in fears and really confronting and going to that depth and looking at, you know, what's the source here? What's, what's going on beneath the surface, um, beneath the hood of the car? So, two comments that I want to get in because um, I know we're headed up to break. One is, I do always have to say when I hear that definition of fear, not all fears are false evidence. There are things in the world we should be afraid of. There are. We should be afraid if somebody has a gun pointed at our head and is in the middle of process pulling the trigger. We should be afraid. We should be afraid if we're standing on that train track and the train is coming at us and that gives us the adrenaline to get the hell off the track and not get killed. And we needed that fear to save our life as long as the fear didn't freeze us on the track. So I know that there are times and places where it's false evidence appearing real. But I can never let it go by the board that that's always what fear is. But I appreciate well, we, that. Go ahead. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, chat, we'll chat more about it after the break. Yep. Conscious Media for Conscious Minds. Ohm Times. Have you ever wondered how to change your love paradigm? The secret key is finding a love partnership, not just a regular connection. How do you find these? Through conscious relationships, Ascending Hearts Dating is a dating site for people like you that believes in second chances and a different type of spiritual connection. Try Ascending Hearts for free today at AscendingHearts.com and change your love paradigm. Ascending Hearts, the premier dating community for the spiritually awake. Shift your life at Shift New York. This year, the 16th annual Shift New York Holistic and Psychic Fair will celebrate your healing and wellness. Join us this October 29th and 30th as we are featuring top holistic practitioners and the best spiritual teachers from the Northeast. Join one of our free workshops on spiritual topics to help you shift your life. Discover dream interpretation, animal communication, sound healing, and so much more. Other activities include tarot reading, alternative energy, spiritual healing, mediumship. Private readings and energy healings are also available. You will not want to miss this. Pre-book to guarantee your spot. Shift your life with us. 
Learn more at shiftnewyork.com. Hello, I'm Sandy Sedgbeer, host of OmTimes Magazine's flagship radio show, What is Going On? My passion is sifting through information, research, and innovations from new thought teachers, speakers, and researchers, pushing back the boundaries of what we know about life, energy, metaphysics, and the universe. I love shifting perceptions about who we are, why we're here, and how quickly impossible becomes normal when we open our minds, expand our awareness, and accept that the only limits that exist are those we place upon ourselves. So if you're the kind of forward-thinking, eager investigator of what lies beyond the current reality that most perceive, why not make a date to come play with me in the field of possibilities at 4pm Pacific Time, 7pm Eastern Time every Thursday, and together we can discover what's really going on. You came across someone struggling with hunger. How would you recognize them? Would you notice an eight-year-old girl who's not, not excited, excited for summer some... break because she may not be having lunch again until September? Or a war veteran who's having, having a hard time, time landing, landing a job and getting back on his feet? I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. I, I am hunger in America. America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Dr. Kevin Show. I forgot to mention we are a live call-in show, which means you can call in at 202-570-7057. That's 202-570-7057. By calling in, you can ask me, you can ask Rob a question, you can share a comment. It can be about your astrology chart or astrology, or it can be about anything that we're talking about. Feel free to call in. The only thing we ask is that if you call in that you are respectful. We don't care if you agree or disagree with us, but please be respectful. So I realized I didn't maybe give the best example, but I want to hear what you want, what your response was to what I said about fear. Right. And, you know, this is such a, it's such a fascinating topic to talk about. Um, you know, um, so I, I guess one thing is that um, there is, you know, instinctual fear, you know, that, that, that energy, the adrenaline that helps us jump out of the way of a moving bus. And that's not what I'm labeling fear here. You know, that, that is, there's an adrenaline and there's, um, uh, I guess at the most basic level, the energy to run from a, you know, seeing a threat, uh, a bear and chasing you and running away. You know, that, that's a very natural and, um, wise thing and, and everything. And then, but um, there's an argument to be made that humanity, we've created a whole new level of fear where we are, it's psychological fear, where there's no true threat to our phys- physicality, but we're living in a state of either perpetual fear or various magnitudes of fear because of concepts, because of um, a future that we project ahead or, or, um, based on past, um, past psychological wounding and, or physical wounding. Um, so there's an argument to be made that there's different levels. When we talk about fear, um, I'm specifically speaking to that type of psychological fear that does feel like it's physically threatening. Um, but it's not the type of thing where there's adrenaline and stepping out of the way of a bus. Oftentimes I feel that that bus is really a a concept in our mind that we, we think we're going to be, um, hurt because of some image or movie we're watching in the mind. When in reality, we're just at home sitting on a couch and there's a roof over our head and everything's okay. There's food on your plate. Um, um, yeah. So, Yeah. So yeah, the the place I wanna the place I wanna go here is that my clarification is always about there is real life danger fear, there is intuition, intuitive psychic fear. When you get a sense and you get a sense about something and that sense is showing up as fear but it is a psychic sense that there is something that you need to be on heightened awareness of. 
and it can hurt you. And, it, and even if it can't hurt you physically, it can hurt you energetically, emotionally, mentally. And it's like, you know, I don't know why, but I'm afraid of this person. Now, it could be a wound. It could be because they remind you of somebody who has hurted you in the past. And I do not disagree with that part of what you said at all, Rob. What I want to clarify, and I always feel the need to clarify, is there is physiological fear and there is energetic psychic fear that are both perfectly legitimate. And my problem is, is after, you know, I've been doing this work over 30 years and fear has been that, that definition of fear has been around a long time, but I have clients that come to me and when they say that it negates that they have a right to have any kind of fear because it just says the word fear. It doesn't delineate. Yes, there is a psychological fear, which is false evidence appearing real, but it gets presented as if that's, what all fear is and it does a disservice because then I have clients who get a feeling of fear that is psychic and they don't follow it. And then they feel like God let them down or the world let them down or their faith let them down or something let them down because they said, well, that's just, that's just false evidence. No, it's your psychic going stupid. Get off the track. And it doesn't have to be a physical trip, a physical train. So again, I don't disagree that that is a kind of fear, but it's not the only kind. And every time I hear somebody go, false evidence apparently real, they make it like it is a, as it is an announcement coming as the 11th commandment from Moses off the mountain. And it it's always sounds to me as it is inclusive of all fear. And that's where the damage gets done. It is a very, um, 5,000 foot view that is not, not taking in the details that there are differential, that there are different kinds of fear. That's the only thing I'm saying. Does that make sense? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I totally, I, I, I hear you and I, I hear the points you're making. They're, they're good points. And I, I think there's, you know, this is, this could be a, a, a bigger discussion and, um, because, you know, of course, I'm not trying to negate anyone's fear. I, you know, I have plenty of fears in my life and um, they've been a big part of my life. And um, there is something about um, looking at what we're thinking in order for that fear to be there, you know? Um, and so, I mean, there, there's, there, there's, this is a, a big deeper conversation. I, I, there's parts that I agree with and, and don't agree with just from my own perspective. Um, but, you know, at the essence, you know, in terms of intuitive hits and, and to me, in, intuition, the fear to me is this, the, boy, you know, we're, we're really digging deep and this is, you know, we're going to Scorpio season. So this is very, uh, um, appropriate. It's very appropriate. Um, you know, I guess this is the thing is that to me, like intuitive uh, dings, you know, intuitive hits, it's not um, from, you know, it's, it's, it's giving information, but not to scare the bejesus out of us. Oftentimes, you know, I've had um, intuitions and I, I, I made them scary, but in reality, it was just, um, it was, you know, saying, Hey, more of this, more of that. And, um, but oftentimes I feel that it's our stories and the movies we plan ahead that make things very scary. Um, when there's, uh, empowered active choices we can make to step out of the way of that bus and not live in that fear. And, and, you know, it, it's sort of like intuitive saying, you know, in the example you gave, hey, get out of the way. There's a bus coming. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and then continuing on. Um, and in that moment, you know, hey, 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, adrenaline, this and that, and then making that step and then being done with it, shaking it off and, and moving on. Um, I'm not saying this is how I live. I, I live a life that serves plenty of fears. And I'm, I'm, in my experience, it's, it's about looking at those things I, I'm afraid of and questioning them and looking at them and seeing, is it true? Is it, is it really true, um, this or that? And, and really looking at the source of the fear and looking at the beliefs I have behind it, because oftentimes those beliefs are... Um, untrue or exaggerated when it's, when I'm in a state of fear. Um, yeah. And you said something that I think is very pivotal here because part of what you said is exactly when I work with my clients, it's like, let's discourse with fear. Don't be afraid of fear, befriend fear, talk to it, find out where is it from? Maybe it is false evidence that's appearing real. Maybe this is a wound. Maybe this fear is an opportunity from the universe for you to actually recognize a wound you didn't even realize you had so you can heal it. Maybe it's there. Maybe it's a good guy. It's not always a bad guy, but we need to, we need to discourse with it. We need to interact with it. And that's why, you know, and I'm, I'm not accusing you of this, but, you know, like I do this whole presentation called fast food spirituality and making a small blanket statement, you know, is kind of like, you know, could be like grabbing a Big Mac at McDonald's. I mean, it, it seems like it's easy, but it doesn't have any long term nutritional value. In fact, it has poison in it. And that's why I'm, I'm like, no. I can't do down dirty, fast little statements that are not telling you the whole picture. The friend fear, talk to fear, find out what it is. Where did it come from? Why are you reacting to that trigger? What is the false evidence? Talk yourself off the ledge if it is, but you will be able to do that knowledgeably. But then also find out, did your system have it hit as fear because you need to avoid something or take an action? Was it your intuitive? Is it the train? physically, literally coming down. I am just trying not to do fast food spirituality. And I have just, just, it makes me cringe when people make this big pronouncement about fear and make it as if, again, it's the 11th commandment coming off the mount. But you said it. I talked to it. Where did you come from? That's discourse. You don't start with, well, you're just false. It's like, are you false? I encourage people, are you false evidence? Fear will tell you, yes, it is, if you're willing to listen to it. They'll go, yeah, this is your wound. Uh, now, this is something you really need to pay attention to. But that's having self-awareness. That's empowerment. To be empowered enough to know you can, you can learn, because I teach clients all the time, how do I discourse with these things and use them as teachers? not as boogeymen. And so that's really my point. Did that make sense or? Yeah, I... yeah, yeah. No, it does. And I mean, I, you know, I think in, in with a topic like this, you know, there's going to be a lot of perspectives on it and a lot of life experiences and a lot of uh, perspectives on it. And, um, you know, there's, uh, I've forgotten where um heard this, but it does resonate where, and again, it, likely something we, we don't agree on, but um, 
you know, the, the saying that when you're feeling fear, there might be something you're believing that's not fully true as if it's the universe's or God's way of helping us see, uh, like, Hey, stop it. Stop thinking that way. <laughs> you know? Um, in other words, uh, the fear of death. Um, I, I certainly believe I'm not saying I'm not afraid of death. I'm not close to having <laughs> overcome that uh, by any means, but the fear of death, you know, um, uh, who's to say we don't continue on the soul continuing on. And I certainly believe that and doing the work I do. And, um, and so I, I'm very open to, um, uh, the possible truth that, uh, fear when we're feeling fear, it's the universe's way of helping us, let us know through uncomfortable feelings that we're believing something that may not, there's something we're believing that isn't fully true. Um, yeah, or, so, or we're not seeing clearly, you know, and and yeah, again, same. so like, we, yeah, we're, I mean, on this part of it, we're perfectly in alignment. I know I have a, a very serious slash reaction response to the false evidence appearing real. I know I do. And I recognize I do because I see the damage it does when people don't look into it, are not engaged in true, deep spiritual work. And I, I see in my practice that there are many quick, down and dirty phrases or concepts that are taken out of deep, meaningful text that can make new age, holistic spirituality, just as abusive as traditional religion is because traditional religions for the most part are abusive to their followers and some are worse than they've ever been and some are better than they've ever been but there is a spiritually abusive aspect to a lot of the major world religions. and now new age is doing the same thing when it tries to give you the cracker jack prize instead of saying you really have to understand what this means. You really have to look deeper. This is not just a soundbite on a TikTok. There is depth and understanding and meaning, and there's going to be a little bit of work involved. And so many people out there just want you to give them a Cracker Jack prize ring that says, ah, I'm spiritual. Look at all the stuff I can spout. I don't know what the hell any of it means, but I got all the right words. And that's part of what I'm opposed to, that we're not encouraging depth. We're not challenging. No, no, no. One phrase does not answer the question. So I'm going to share one other quick thing, and then we should probably move on, or we're going to run out of time. <laughs> no, this is great. Uh, this is a great conversation. So one of my all-time favorite T-shirts my aunt had. And I think of this T-shirt, again, you know, I'm a sun cancer, but as you know, I have Scorpio rising, a Scorpio moon, and I got a ton of Scorpio energy in my chart. And I identify as much with Scorpio because I'm a Scorpio signature as I do with cancer. So my aunt had this t-shirt that she wore into church after she had a disagreement with the board members who were trying to oppose it back in the 60s, oppose they were saying that there needed to be a, um, a, a dress code and boys' hair couldn't go below the collar and girls had to wear skirts. She's like, Jesus doesn't care. What the hell is your problem? I mean, this is what she's telling the church board that she's on. Jesus doesn't care whether, how long their hair is. It wasn't like he had short hair. But they were that stuffy 60s, oh, it's disrespectful, you know, blah, blah, blah. So after they had a particularly virulent church board meeting, she showed up the next Sunday as a board member in T-shirt and jeans, walking to the front pew with a look on her face like, just, I dare you to tell me to leave. And she sat down and on the front of the shirt, it said, though I may walk through the valley of death, I shall not fear. And the back of the T-shirt said, 
because I'm the meanest son of a bitch in the valley. I said, that's a Scorpio t-shirt. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, right on. Right on. Right? It, isn't, know, it, isn't, isn't, isn't that a Scorpio t-shirt? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, as you know, two Scorpios, me and you. And uh, yeah, that, that one definitely works. Um, <laughs> you know, okay, what else is going on astrologically? Go ahead. Well, the other thing I want to say about fear and fear promotes more fear. Fear never, fear never creates anything but fear. And, um, and so um, there is something, you know, to, to step out of fear. And, and oftentimes that requires, um, you know, really looking at what am I believing that, that is, is making this um, fearful or whatever it is. Again, this, there's many approaches and there's going to be uh, not total agreement on all of it, but, but fear promotes more fear in my experience. Um, well, but so that's the U.S. political system right now. They're creating as much fear as they can, because if everybody's afraid of everybody else and in fear of everybody else, nobody is noticing right. that our whole U.S. government is screwing the shit out of America. The whole lot of them. With a couple of exceptions, I actually really believe, but not many. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, I guess we're going, we're going to commercial, it sounds like. <laughs> we got to get to astrology at some point. <laughs> <laughs> The Real Conscious Connection, Ohm Times Radio, IOM FM. The number one reason girls drop out of school in sub-Saharan Africa is lack of access to feminine hygiene products. The Pads for School Girls Project, an outreach of Humanity Healing International, is changing this paradigm by setting up sewing programs at schools, teaching girls a vocational skill, while producing the reusable pads that help keep them attending classes. The girls pay it forward by making and giving pad kits to other girls in need. To learn more, visit HumanityHealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Vox Novus, the new voice. Vox Novus, the new dimension. Vox Novus, thought and movement leaders who will share from their experience and offer tools to help us navigate our rapidly changing world. My name is Victor Furman. Join me every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Own Times Radio for Vox Novus, the new voice. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Dr. Kevin Show. This is masquerading this week as planetary influences and the astrological update, which we haven't really got to yet, but we will, because Rob, like a good little rabbit, is going to hop right through it for this last <laughs> segment, so we get to it. I do want to say that one of, the, one of our listeners who's actively listening right now reached out to, uh, reached out to me uh, on break, and... Uh, wanted to thank us uh, for this show um, and the fact uh, around and the conversation we're having about fear. And uh, it sounds like it's, it's kind of, uh, kind of riling her up a little bit, which she, which she understands is a good thing. Uh, but uh, so we're doing good yeah. work. We're upsetting apple carts. It's the fall. The apple cart should be beginning upset. How else are people going to eat those apples? Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> That's right. Well, I, um, you know, while it might seem like we've been con- conversing about uh, fear and all these different topics, we really this really is, uh, we've been talking astrology because this is Scorpio. We're entering Scorpio season. And it's about facing, looking at those deeper fears. What are we afraid of? And I know there's going to be a lot of different perspectives on the topic of fear for good reason. Um, fear's a real um, thing in life, uh, the sense of fear. And, um, but from, you know, from my perspective in my life, I'm, my uh, intention and approach is to look at what I'm believing that makes whatever situation fearful to me. And that's the way um, I approach these things. And I've got a long, many lifetimes to go on that, but that is, that is my, um, that is my approach. Um, And um, so we have uh, the sun and Venus entering uh, Scorpio on the same day on October 23rd. Um, and it's the same day that, sta- that Saturn goes direct. Uh, Saturn's been retrograde uh, for the past four months. And so Saturn will go direct on the exact day that the- there's this um, Venus and sun are- the sun are going into Scorpio. So, so really it's a time um, where we're being asked to do this deeper purge, to look at, at the depths, look at beneath the surface. What are our subconscious tendencies? What, where are these subconscious fears playing out in our lives? And with Saturn going direct, there's something about taking responsibility, um, you know, uh, honoring you know, the responsibilities you have in life, setting commitments, setting boundaries. Saturn is the great teacher, and it's asking us to sort of upgrade, you know, mass self-mastery, self-responsibility, um, you know, maturity. These are the things that moving forward Octo- into October, November, um, become bigger focus and bigger themes. Um, we have a new moon in Scorpio on October 25th, and that's where the, the sun, the moon are conjunct in the sky, meaning they're in the same location. Um, it's an eclipse. Uh, we're entering eclipse season. And Venus is there, too, directly conjunct the sun and the moon. So basically w- with eclipses, um, these are usher in new flow in life, new energies, new beginnings um, with a solar eclipse. And with Venus in Scorpio, with the sun and moon, there's something about relationship, transforming relationships, transforming, purging, looking deep, looking at the pain, looking at past hurts and the ways that we're um, bringing them into our present, um, looking at our, those deeper emotional needs. What do you need? What do you um, need in life? Where, where, are my, where are my subconscious hurts um, guiding me, leading me, all those, all those different things? So again, uh, this is the time to new beginnings in that, new transformation, um, new deeper purge in life related to these topics. Um, and also, so October 29th, we have Mercury entering Scorpio. So there's all this Scorpio stuff going on. We're, we're, we're basically, you know, in the fall time, we go inside, it's warm inside, we, we nestle in, um, get comfy, and go kind of go inwards. You know, in the summer, we're outside, we're having fun, it's more external. The fall Scorpio season is really about going deep um, and um, nestling in and, and getting getting more intimate with ourselves, getting more intimate with others, um, and doing that deeper dive. Um, and so with Mercury entering Scorpio on October 29th, our thinking, our um, processing, our mental processing, it's all kind of in those lines of this deeper, more powerful, intense energy that's looking beneath the surface. Um, and um, 
So also on November 5th, the sun will be conjunct the south node of the moon. And this is something that happens, um, gosh, you know, around one time per year or so. Um, and it's shining light on our past, on our conditioning. Um, with the sun conjunct the south node on November 5th, it's really shining light on our old compulsions, our subconscious tendencies, these old wounds that need love, the gentleness, these old areas where we are in places of fear. And there, there's, you know, how can we shift that? How can we shift um, those places that where we're um, um, needing new, uh, newness and to release old hurts in a, in a way? Um, easy to talk about, hard to do, but on November 5th, there's the, the sun is conjunct on the south node and it's shining light in these old compulsive areas in each of our lives. Um, and you might be able to, you know, look, you know, you can look in your chart to see where um, uh, Scorpio, and let me just see what degree the south node is at. Um, the south node's around 13 degrees. So you can look at um, your birth chart and see where the south node is, um, which is around 13 degrees. You can see where 13 degrees is in your birth chart and look in that area chart to see where some light is going to be shine um, in your life. Um, so and then, I have to interrupt here for a second, yeah, yeah. Rob, because sure. all of this stuff is in my natal 12th house and it is all going right over my moon. Should I mm. just, Crawl in bed and wait for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the 12th house is always a tricky house. Um, it's, um, it's a tricky, the 12th house is always, there's always blind spots with the 12th house. It just, there is. And, um, but it's a great, it's where the treasures are too. So I agree with, um, you know, taking that inward reflection and, well, you know, hiding till Christmas. No, I don't. I don't recommend that. But I. This is a great time to unearth treasures from deep in the psychological realm and healing, deep psychological healing, um, because the twelfth house is known for like the treasures. You know, finding treasures that truly are valuable. Um, well, can I and, can I just throw in? It's also all going. Go, going to be conjuncting and passing by my natal Neptune in that 12th house in Scorpio as well. Well, let's see. Uh, so, well, I mean, this you have some to be me, Con? Well, you, <laughs> I was just looking at your chart. You, you, you do have uh, 11 degrees separation between the Neptune and, and the moon. So, I mean, I wouldn't say Neptune is a big part of that um, south node, you know, shining the light on thing. I, I wouldn't particularly see it that way um but um you know okay, go ahead. um <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so also so the other big thing looking ahead is on october 30th we have mars going retrograde in gemini and it's going to be retrograde in gemini for um until january 12th so that's a good two months plus two and a half months and mars goes retrograde every two once every two years and it's sort of this time where we feel a bit, um, it, it's a time to reflect on the ways we've been taking action in the world, to reflect on um, even communications. Gemini, Mars is in Gemini, so Gemini is about communication. It's about exchanging information. It's about interacting with your immediate environment. And when Mars is retrograde in Gemini, there might be, it, it can be a bit frustrating wanting things to move forward, but feeling a bit more stuck than you'd like to be. Um, this is a time to not really try to storm the gates of whatever, whatever. It's more of a time to plan to um, take your time, methodologically, it's hard for me to say that word, to take a, a methodological approach to, um, to your actions in the world. Um, and let's see, you know, Mars and Gemini retrograde, it might be difficult to make decisions, might be difficult to, um, kind of get complete clarity 
on which way to which step, which direction to to step, so to speak. Um, and it's also a time to be mindful of arguments. Gemini um, is about communication. Mars is about aggressiveness. So there, there's a potential for arguments, and it's a good time to be gentle with yourself and with others. Um, overthinking, you know, you might find yourself overthinking things and and thinking a million times before, you know, these are some of the pitfalls to be, uh, to be mindful of. And in the world, um, last time Mars was retrograde was back in 2020. Um, and it was an Aries. So there's a lot of uprisings. There was a lot of, um, um, protests, Mars and Aries, uh, with Gemini, there might be things like hacking or data breaches or, um, uh, information, misinformation, Gemini, you know, retrograde, uh, revisiting old information, you know, maybe uh, those types of things. So the, I, I want to hand it back to you, Dr. Kevin, but these are some of the, the themes that could, could come up. Well, I mean, there is so much emotional pot stirring with the other things that with Mars and Gemini it, it going retrograde, I think the thing I would caution people about is make sure that you're actually making if it's if it need if you need to be making choices and decisions and things that affect you make sure that you're actually not coming from more of an emotional place than you think you are. Mm-hmm. Like it may seem very intellectually clear to you, but with all of the emotional pot stirring that's going on, you may not be as intellectually clear as you think you are. And if you are hesitating and if you are struggling with it, I would say one of the things I would do is to really try to strip back, find that person, whether it's a, a personal, uh, you know, like a best friend or a spouse or whether it's a professional person to say, I think my emotions may be clear, may, may be clouding my thoughts and what appears, what, what appears as logical or well thought out may actually be a little on the, uh, you know, a little bit on the tinge side and I'm not recognizing it. Does that make sense, Rob? Yeah, no, I totally hear you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a good time where this is a time to call on the good buddy, whoever that is that you can trust, especially if it's somebody, whether it's somebody professional, like, like me, obviously I have a client practice, you know, and I work with people on this stuff, or it's somebody that you've known for a long time that may have that inerring act of going, you know, do you think maybe just maybe this could be triggering blah from your past because they've known you for a long time or that, because again, this is about a lot of old stuff coming up. And when old stuff comes up, the first place we want to go, well, I've dealt with that. And you turn your back on it, which means that then it's just easier for that old stuff that you're ignoring to stick a knife in your back. (laughs) Because don't turn your back on the old shit that comes back up. If it came back up, it's ready to be dealt with again. It's just being dealt with at a different level. Or maybe you thought you dealt with it and you didn't. Either could be true. You might have dealt with it, but now you're ready to deal with it at a different level, which all of these energies are saying, we're going to support you to deal with it at a different level, but don't dismiss it. Yeah. And with clouded thinking, you could convince yourself that, um, that the fact that this has come up and you need to face it is false evidence and uh, that the actual real thing that is appearing is an opportunity to grow, to do the work at a different level, to move forward. So uh, we're almost out of time. Um, Anything else I want to make sure we get in before we're over? No, that was it. That was it. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I didn't When's the full we do moon? have a the full moon's November eighth, um, and that's in Taurus. And um, you know, full moons are time to release and let go. And I, you know, uh, so keep that in mind during that time. Well, 
It was a lively show, Rob. I look forward to sparring with you in a month. <laughs> it was fun, Dr. Kevin. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Bye. All right. All right. Bye.